Welcome to the Lead Quietly podcast. I'm your host, Jen Boyle, communications professional, leader, and entrepreneur, and I'm passionate about helping quiet and introverted women become confident leaders without having to be loud. I discovered the power of quiet leadership after being promoted into a leadership position overnight and feeling that it wasn't meant for me because I was too quiet and not assertive enough. And this same self-doubt kept me from becoming the entrepreneur I knew I was meant to be for almost a decade. This podcast is to show quiet and introverted women just like you that you can absolutely be a great leader at work, in business, and in your life without changing who you are. If you are ready to stop sitting on the sidelines and unlock your leadership potential, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the Lead Quietly podcast. I'm really excited today to talk about overthinking, which is a topic that I know many of my listeners deal with. It is part of your personality almost, it's part of your natural way of being, how you do things. It's just sort of a part of who you are. And I want to talk specifically about overthinking and paralysis. So that moment where you find yourself going in circles, getting completely stuck and not being able to get any traction, not being able to move forward with whatever it is that you're stuck thinking about. And I want to share my personal process for how I move through it. The idea of overthinking going away completely is unrealistic, at least in my opinion, in my experience, overthinking or ruminating or checking, um, weighing pros and cons before you can take action, really thinking and doing your research and your background before you take action might just be part of your style. And I actually think it's pretty common for most humans spend a lot of time thinking before they take action. Maybe there's differences person to person. But the point is not to try to eliminate overthinking from your behavior, from the way that you are, from your life as a whole. It's to recognize it and know what to do to help move through it so that you can stay in movement, stay in action, stay in momentum, and actually feel like you're making progress towards your goals, which is ultimately what I want for you and what Lead Quietly is all about. It is about helping the quiet more introverted woman out there who has big professional goals actually turn those dreams and ideas into reality. I want you not to just think and write in your journal about what you want to do, that big dream, that nudge or that voice that you're hearing that says you're made to do more than what you're doing right now. And by more, it doesn't have to mean lots of pressure or adding to your life. It could be deepening some area of your life or doing something different than what you're doing, replacing something that you're currently doing with a new way of doing things or adding more fun into your life or getting that next job or starting that business or creating that community or writing that blog or starting your podcast or whatever it is that you want to do. I want you to actually feel like you're getting closer to it, that you're actually doing it, not just thinking about it and dreaming about it. And one of the biggest things that stops us from getting into the action part of it is the thinking. It is fear. It is our own mind. It is worry about things that could happen. Fear of failing, fear of being seen, fear of being out there in front of other people, all of that. Recently, I've been having a lot more conversations with 
many of you who listen to this podcast and who are in my Quiet Leader Community Facebook group, we've been having really amazing conversations, either on calls or in the DMs or inside the Facebook group or on email. And one of the themes that I've been seeing coming up for almost everyone I've talked to is a strong independent streak to want to do things on your own. And I recognize and I relate to this so much because I like to do things by myself as well. It's part of the introvert personality, liking to have your own quiet time in your own space to do what you want to do. And sometimes reaching out to other people can be challenging. I've noticed in these conversations, people questioning themselves a lot, feeling worried about things that might happen but haven't actually happened yet. I've seen a lot of the women I've talked to trying to patch things together on their own. It's a very DIY kind of approach to building a business or whatever goal that they're working on. I see it a lot with business in particular. Those of you who are entrepreneurs trying to get a free resource over here, listen to some expert over here, get some wisdom from some book over here, and then trying to patch it together in a DIY by yourself, even though you know you probably need some help. And that it doesn't have to be paid help either. It can just be sounding board. Another person's perspective could really catapult you further. And if you're not doing it, I totally understand that it's hard to get out of the shell. It's hard to actually break out of that endless cycle of overthinking and not being able to reach out. So that's what I want to talk about today. And I want to share my own process for how I work through it. I still get into these periods where I'm really head down. I kind of shrink back and I pull into myself. Uh, As an introvert, you might say you're going into your shell. It's like you're turtling. You're going into your shell. You're drawing inward. And part of that is not a bad thing at all. It's your safe place. It's comfortable. You like to spend a lot of time in your head and thinking and just enjoying that peaceful solitude. Now, when it's too much is when you're starting to become disconnected from what actually needs to be done or what people out there, the people that you're trying to serve, for example, in your business or the, the readers that you want for your blog or whatever it is that you're trying to do or whoever you're trying to attract, if you're not actually talking with them, you're not actually listening to what they're saying, you're not having a chance to hear their words, then you're missing out on a higher quality of messaging that you could be putting out there to actually reach them. So that's a bit of a tangent, but this desire to work by yourself, lots of questioning what you're doing, a lot of subconscious comparing, and then getting stuck into the cycle of going around and around and around in your own head, knowing you need to do things, but not actually being able to do them. One of the things that I think holds us in this place of overthinking, the endless cycle of staying to ourselves, is what we think the solution is and what one of the most common answers, and I use answers in quotes, that the internet tells us or that social media tells us and the entrepreneurial online space tells us is that the antidote, so to speak, to overthinking is to take messy action. And I don't know about you, but I personally don't love that term. I find it makes me want to go the other way. 
messy does not describe the kind of action I want to take, even though I understand the, the concept of it and the point of it. Tell me if you, and just take a minute here and think, have you ever reacted to that advice? You need to just go for it. Just take messy action. And there's something in that phrase that might get your back up and think, that is the last thing I want to do. I want to have this well thought out. I want to do it well. I want to have good quality. I want to take the time to think things through. If that's how you are, then taking messy action might, to me, I interpret that to mean I should just be putting stuff out all over the place. I should just not even be thinking. I shouldn't be careful in what I'm doing. I should just start putting stuff everywhere. That doesn't sound like a very good business strategy either. So I'm exaggerating a little bit here saying on one hand, it's thinking things to death. And on the other hand, it's just doing anything without any thought at all. But if you might even have that messy action solution in your head, unconsciously even, sitting there that you are rejecting and that is keeping you stuck in overthinking even more. Does that sound like you? And just take a minute to think about that. You know you want to get out of overthinking, but you think the only way out is to is to just be super bold, be someone you're not, and take messy action. The good news is I hope I can offer a different perspective on this that is a little more tailored to the introvert personality and the quiet person and the person who wants to be careful and who's a very high achiever and who doesn't do well with things that are half thought through or that seem messy or that seem like you're unprepared or you're not being thoughtful about what you're doing. I hope I can offer through my process a way that you can still get out of your head, but you don't have to go 100% the other direction and do a full 180. What I do when I catch myself overthinking is four steps. And of course, I wasn't really conscious of what these four steps were until I sat down to think about it in preparation for this episode. But if I look back over the last few years in particular, I've gotten much better at getting out of my head and staying in action than I did the five years prior. Before I started my business, I never reached out. I sat in my own head. I sat on the couch. I wrote in my journal. I read things and I consumed things, but I never actually took any action to start my business or to put writing out there or do anything like that. And would you guess how far I got in terms of progress towards my goals? Nowhere. I had journal pages full of ideas and thoughts and dreams, but on the surface, or if you looked in real life, I didn't have a name for a business. I didn't have a concept for a business. I didn't have a bank account for a business or a registered legal entity. I didn't have clients. I didn't have a system. I didn't have an Instagram page or any of it. And I did that for at least five years. And I am so glad that I finally got out of it. And that'll be a whole other episode of what finally prompted me to get off that couch and out of the journal pages and start actually doing it. I'll do another episode on that. But now that I've been in business for over two years, and I am actually doing the thing, I'm putting out a podcast every week. I'm writing an email every week. I'm leading a Facebook group. I'm creating content. I'm hosting small group chats on Zoom. I'm having calls with clients. I'm having DM conversations about my area of expertise and helping people. I am actually doing the thing that I always wanted to do. 
And I'm able to stay in that momentum so much better because I've worked through these steps. So here are the steps. The first thing when you catch yourself overthinking and you know that you're going in circles, you're banging your head against the wall and you're not getting anywhere, the thing that you are obsessing about is not getting resolved. The first thing is to recognize it. It's to catch yourself with a thought. You might even say it out loud. You could write it down. You could put it on a post-it note or even just thinking it to yourself. Wait and like say your name. So like this, Jen, you are in an overthinking cycle. It's okay. You're in it. Recognize it. That's the first step. The second step is actually to say it's okay. It sounds so easy and so simple, but this matters because the alternative is that you beat yourself up for overthinking and that doesn't help you at all. All it does is keep you stuck and make you feel even more defeated. So the second part is saying, it's okay. I've caught myself. I recognize that I'm in overthinking. It is okay. And if you need to sit in that for a little while, like a little while, meaning a day or two, You can process it, you can think about it, you can write about it, and try and figure out two things. Number one, what is it that I'm overthinking about, like the what, and then see if you can figure out why. Why are you afraid to make a decision? Why are you afraid to move forward? Why are you afraid to actually take the action? And then what is it that, like, what's the topic of the thing if see if you can identify that really specifically. So then the third step is a decision. You need to make the decision that you want out of it. You want out of this overthinking cycle without the conscious decision. And it's like telling your brain, I am going to make a change, not I wish I could stop overthinking. Saying something like that, I wish I could stop overthinking, isn't going to bring a different result. It's just reinforcing what you're currently doing. Does that make sense? When you say to yourself, I decide, I'm deciding that I am going to do something different. I want out of this cycle. So now I'm going to decide to do something different. That is your first step towards the action. The decision is the the thought, the, the thought of a decision is actually part one of taking the action. When we try and jump from I'm overthinking. I hate this. I don't know what to do. Ah, I better take some messy action and just put out a post or call somebody or do something that I really don't really think about and I'm not prepared for. That is like too far. It is not going to be something that you're going to be able to carry through time and time again. It's probably not going to be a process that works for you over time. So instead, decide. Again, this can just be thinking to yourself. You can write it out or you can say it out loud to yourself. I'm deciding. I want out of this endless cycle. I want to get out of this loop. And so now I'm ready to start doing something different. And then the very first step, this is part four. So step number four in here, the very first step that you actually can do to take action, to get you out of it once you've decided is to reach out and talk to one person. That is it. It is not making a whole new plan. It is not you know, writing a whole bunch of posts. It is not doing, you know, like deciding to launch your podcast and then getting all into some other whole bunch of overwhelming steps and planning and option and actions. It is to talk to one person and then use that as your springboard to then get into the other things. And if you're thinking, 
I don't really have anyone or my go-to person right now who I can talk to about business stuff or goals or professional things or whatever it is that I'm that I'm working towards. Then I'm offering to be that person for you. Please know I would be happy to get a message from you even if that feels scary, you can send me a DM or you can join my Quiet Leader community. It is a private Facebook group and right now it is a wonderful small group of amazing other quiet introverted entrepreneurs. So by joining and finding your place on the internet or in an online community, if that is what you're looking for, when you can be in a place where you feel at home, where you feel included and you feel safe and it it doesn't feel so loud or in your face in there, that's exactly the kind of environment I've created in this group. This is the perfect place for you to find your go-to person who can help you get out of overthinking. But if you're looking in the meantime and you just don't have anyone, please let me be that for you. I am always available at Lead Quietly on Instagram. And you're not bothering me if you send me a DM. You can even just send me a little emoji or something if you want to start and then we'll start a conversation. It's the first step that can be hard. So just to run through that process again, This is so simple and there's nothing really earth shattering here, but number one, when you catch yourself overthinking, you need to, number one, catch yourself. You need to acknowledge it and say, huh, I'm overthinking right now. Number two, you need to say it's okay. Sit with it if you need to and process a little bit and see if you can figure out the what you're obsessing about and the why. Is it a fear? Is it a worry? Is it something that's actually happening? Is it something that could happen in the future? See if you can process a little bit and dig into it. And number three, you need to make a decision. You need to say, I'm deciding to get out of this. I'm deciding that I'm going to take action now. And then number four, reach out and talk to one person. And that person, if you do have someone in your life, if it's not me or someone you haven't met yet, All you need to do to reach out is to say something simple. It could be a text, a phone call, a DM. It could be a voice message on Instagram. I actually personally love those. But if you want to start with a simple text message to someone or a DM and you say, I'm struggling with this right now. I'm finding myself overthinking about X, Y, or Z. And I could use some help talking it out. You can use a message as simple as that. That's all you need to get the conversation going. If it's someone who is a friend of yours, who is a peer, is like a a business uh, partner or, or someone else in the online entrepreneurial space, if that's you, they will be more than happy to talk to you because I'm sure they're dealing with the same thing. Once you get started, I'm sure they'll get back to you. A conversation will begin and then you are able to process some of it, talk it out, get some outside perspective and move forward stay in momentum, stay in action. Okay, that's it. That's what I wanted to share today. I hope that's helpful. Please let me know if you took something away from this episode. It would mean the world to me if you would screenshot this and share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Lead Quietly. I would just be over the moon if someone did that and showed where you're listening and what you're doing when you're listening and and what takeaway that you had. Any of that would make me so happy. Um, but as always, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you staying, um, in my world and tuned in to the lead quietly podcast. All the information you need to join the quiet leader community is down in the show notes. I would love to have you join. 
inside this group, I'm just been working on some big plans for 2024 to make this group even more valuable. But why I started it and what I created was because I felt like something was missing. There are a million Facebook groups that you could join. There are a million group coaching programs and other people online who have communities. What I felt was missing was one that tailored to the quieter and more introverted personality, one that wasn't full of really loud messages and more in-your-face sort of louder personalities that sometimes can make those of us who are on the quieter side feel intimidated or feel like we're behind and start comparing, even though that's not the intention at all. And I wanted to create something that felt really personal and really real and friendly. So when you join the Quiet Leader community, I personally want to say hi to you. I want to actually know who you are. I want to smile and wave at you and treat you like a real person, not just a number in my group. So that's why I created it. And I would love to have you join. It is a great place if you're looking to build your network and you want to do it in a non-scary way. I'm hosting small group chats once in a while inside the group where members of the community can come together and talk. And we sometimes talk about a topic where we workshop ideas, help each other out in our businesses or in other things, goals, or you just want to share, you just want to listen in. It's small. It's not intimidating. It's not like a big Zoom call with 50 people on it and you don't feel like raising your hand. It's not that environment at all. And I just love it. I love everybody in here. So if you want to join, it's in the show notes and I would love to have you there. I hope you found this episode valuable and thank you as always for listening. It means the world to me. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Lead Quietly podcast. I hope something in this episode resonated with you and you took something away that will help you tap into your inner leader. Take some time to process and you'll know when it's time to take action towards your big goals. You can find me on Instagram at Lead Quietly and in my free Facebook group called the Quiet Leader Community. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.